Welcome to the world's fastest growing podcast that interviews random Todds and asks them unpredictable questions in a series of wacky segments. Here at the Toddcast, we believe every Todd has a story and we want to hear it. All right, welcome in everybody to another episode of the Toddcast. Today, we have, well, we've had a sleep coach, we've had a glitter coach, and now we have a life coach. Todd McPherson is joining us today from, from Canada, I believe, right? Correct. Yeah, check. we found him on Instagram at Todd W. McPherson. And yeah, welcome in, Todd. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you here. Well, with that, we're just going to jump right into the first segment. Once upon a Todd. All right. So this is segment is called Once Upon a Todd. So this is kind of a time for you to tell the listeners who are you and what do you want them to know about you? I'll, give, I'll just kind of give you the floor here, Todd. Well, perfect. Thanks, guys, for the invite. And uh, yeah. well, kind of start with the uh, life family stuff. Uh, married uh, for, well, it's coming up on 29 years. Oh, congrats. congrats. So, uh, yeah, I've, uh, my wife and I have four adult kids. And, um, and uh, so that used to keep us very busy. Now they're largely out. Youngest one's living at home, and that's it. And yeah. uh, so, uh, and I live in Saskatchewan here in Canada, so in the Saskatoon area. And I know that uh, some of the listeners that are from the South uh, may not be able to pronounce that word. It seems to put people up, but uh, it's it's uh, it's one of the smallest provinces in population, but with the longest name. So yes. uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's where I live and uh, farmland, you know, uh, and uh, uh, in the uh, central part of Canada here. So uh, I've been in nonprofit leadership for over twenty eight years, and okay. I absolutely love it. Love leadership. Uh, love. Um, being engaged in, in charities and nonprofits that are making a difference. It just kind of aligns with what I'm doing. And then at the beginning of this year, I decided to start a podcast. I had been done, doing some life coaching, as you alluded to, and yes. uh, realized that what I really enjoyed doing in that end was actually working with uh, new leaders, helping them develop that skill. And in the nonprofit sector, um, uh, a lot more leaders end up kind of just falling into leadership or being kind of promoted or pushed into leadership mm-hmm. and many of them yeah. do I think feel like they were pushed into leadership kind of <laughs> off a ledge and and, uh, yeah. and they just don't have um, ever developed that skill set that they really need to thrive and, and don't reach their full potential so that's part of what I love doing and on top of that I am a uh, uh, work full-time as a senior leader for a national health charity here in Canada which awesome. keeps me just crazy busy right now as yeah. you can imagine so oh, yes yeah uh, that's kind of it I'm a certified uh, coach and leadership trainer with the John Maxwell uh, organization and I think that's kind of everything. My podcast is going to mention you can find it at toddmcpherson.ca or a uh, quicker out there is if you can't remember NNL podcast for new nonprofit leader podcast.com. Cool. Yeah. So what, what made you start the podcast? Um, I had uh, experimented with a podcast once before and have been doing some coaching and that kind of stuff and decided to kind of tuck that away. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just, I like that format of, of just engaging with people and doing, uh, doing some teaching and that kind of stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah it yeah. just was a good expression. And it also gave me uh, the ability to kind of just do it in my space and my time when my life's busy as well. But yeah, I think the podcast, I mean, you really you can reach a lot more people that way. You don't really have that one-on-one interaction like you normally would uh, probably with some of the other uh, clients you work with for life coaching. But yeah, that's, that's cool. You started that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been, uh, it's been, it's been fun. Yeah. yeah. So you talked about the people, I guess, being almost forced into leadership positions without having the actual qualities of it. How, how do you approach that? Is, is that something you people can learn or is that something that's just, or do you just get it to Great they question. dig it out of them? Yeah, I'm absolutely a hundred percent convinced that leadership is a skill. And yes, there's certain natural talents that probably yeah. improve your leadership in certain ways. 
Right. Uh, but but they also could probably be a detriment in other parts of your leadership, right? Because most of our strengths are also weaknesses in certain ways as well, if we yes. aren't conscious of that. But I really think it's a skill set. I and mean, typically a person gets moved into leadership because there is some talent there. There is some skill. There is some things they've picked up. And, and for me, when I started in leadership, it was mostly unconscious that I just learned from the leaders around me. Yeah. And so I thought leadership was a position and boy, did I learn quickly. <laughs> that didn't last long. Yeah. Uh, people didn't follow me just because I had the title. Uh, right. they said, no, that's, that's nice. All right. He was the not, new young kid. Okay. We'll tell you what we do here. You know? And it's like, oh, well, this is exactly the way I thought. And you realize that leadership is a lot, uh, a lot different than that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's, I can relate to that a lot. Cause I, I grew up, I was in, I was in leadership roles here and there. And I was always like, I don't feel like I have the qualities. But then when you think about it, you get put in those positions for a reason. Mm-hmm. So you may not see the qualities that like you act- actually have, but other yeah. people can see it. And they, mm-hmm. they, that's why they put you in those kind of positions. Yeah. And they kind of promote you. But we do have a tendency to promote to people's level of incompetence, not because yeah. they're incompetent, but we promote them. But we don't often coach them, train them. And help them just say, this is an intentional set of skills you're going to have to develop. And Yes. Yeah. Mm. It, <clears throat> yeah. They give you the position with no tools to kind of build build around it's, it. So it's Yeah, it is a yeah, tendency. And I, I think we <laughs> in the nonprofit sector are probably some of the worst at, it at times because we usually work so limited budget, limited right. uh, tight capacities, you know, that kind of a thing. So, yeah. Well, you've, you've got to adapt to what is around you as well. But mm-hmm. that's, that's interesting. How... Um, how long have you been doing it again? Uh, the, the coaching stuff for probably, well, I don't know, seven, eight years now, maybe okay. more. Uh, but I've kind of been doing some leadership training off and on for years. Like I first started working with high school students, and a lot of it became hmm. some leadership development there. And then it just always stayed my one of my passions. So That's awesome. Actually, thinking back on it, like having that kind of exposure in high school would be, would be great. To have yeah. those kind of introductory courses before you're thrown out into the, I guess, the yeah. quote-unquote real world. Yeah, I think it's better to learn good habits at the beginning than have to unlearn our yeah. bad habits. And 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 that's, yes. of course, being an adult. Now, when I look back at all the bad habits that I, it's taken so much right. time to unlearn, right? So, exactly. Yeah. What would you say is like a very common bad habit you see when you're when you're working with people? Uh, when it comes to leadership, I think um, two things. I think leaders often underestimate how much, how many times they have to communicate something before people really hear them. Yeah. Um, you know, we think we said it once. We thought we were quite articulate, and you know, first off, chances are we're not as articulate as we thought we were. Uh, but yeah. the second thing is, is that's usually nowhere near enough. One of my mentors mm-hmm. when I was early in leadership used to say that uh, you got to say key things to your people. Uh, enough times to the point when you're sick of it. And by the time you as a leader are getting sick, um, they might be hearing it enough. And, and really you start to look for them to personalize those key things back. I think that's a yeah. big, a big habit that we tend to fall into is because it's easier to communicate uh, once or twice and assume everybody's gone. Yeah. 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 Cool. So communicate, communicate, communicate. Uh, that is one of the big, big parts <laughs> yeah. of leadership. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so true. I always see that. And I, I, I've learned that um, some, in some of my roles, like in a manufacturing environment, like you go out there and you tell all these guys, all right, here's what we got to do. And you know you talk to all of them, but like you just have to like, you have to follow up, follow up, follow up, make yeah. sure until they're saying it back to you almost. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's good. So what, what um, I guess that's a bad habit you see in a way to turn it around. Uh, is there a good habit that a lot of people have and they don't really know? how to use it or is, is there a common like yeah. good habit that people you know, have? I think kind of uh, continuing on with the communication, the other half of it is listening. And, um, mm. you know, uh, there's a, there's a phrase uh, that I've said often and it's, it's, I, I can't remember where I heard the concept first, but it's, it's for most people listening feels so much like love. They can't tell the difference. And, uh, and it's, it's so true that even in leadership, when you're listening, really listening to people, and I think most of us actually can listen well, 
when we want to, for the people that are really important or for the things that are important to us, right? If you got a little kid, yeah. they can listen to the, to the, to the things they don't forget that there was a reference to ice cream some point in time. Early right. in the day. Never, <laughs> yes. never miss that one. Never miss it. Right. Same, same with my fiance. Yes. <laughs> right. So we listen for the things that are really important to us. And I think the key is uh, making the people you're leading important to you and kind of yeah. putting that space and then, you know, keeping that aspect of listening, not so much to respond because that's not, I'm sure that's not actually really listening, but listening to mm -hmm. discover, kind of be yes. curious with your listening to see what they might just, what you might learn and what you might discover about them. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. That's, very solid advice, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a bad habit. I, I find yeah. myself getting oh, yeah. into because I'm always like, someone starts talking and I like, at the very beginning, I hear kind of what they're saying. And I'm like, all right, now how am Start I, how am I going to respond? Formula. And it's just yep. like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You hear, a, you hear maybe 40% of what they're actually saying because <laughs> the other 60% yeah. is you formulating a response yes. rather than actually yeah. taking it in, digesting it, and having a better thought out response to it. So yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been working with people in this for years and yet I'll tell you, if you were talking to my wife, she wouldn't necessarily always say I'm a good listener. You know, <laughs> I do the same thing. I, I, I listen to respond instead of, mm -hmm. and, and it's just, it's just a place that we got to constantly remind ourselves to get back into. Yeah. 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 Hmm. It's kind of catching yourself in those moments when you're doing yeah. it. And is that probably the best way to, just practice that as much There's as you time can. Where I write, uh, if I realize I've been struggling with it, if I'm going to, I mm -hmm. usually take notes in just a journal, just as I'm going through the meeting, keep myself. In. Yeah. Uh, and I'll write, listen across nice and big. No one can see that, but it's just a yeah. reminder to me right at the yeah. top of the page. Listen. And as I go, Oh, right, 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 right. I'm, I'm here to listen first, talk second, which as a smart. leader gets hard to do because you've got thoughts on everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's good. That's good actionable advice yeah. right there. Well, yeah. is it about I time think, for more advice? Uh, it is. Let's let's jump into the next segment here. What if Todd was one of us? Yes. What if Todd was one of us? We want to um, kind of throw a scenario out, kind of a common thing. Um, it may be something we've went through, something society goes through, something that's kind of no one knows the correct answer to it, but we're going to ask you, Todd. Okay. What would Todd do? What would Todd do? So in this situation, if you have to blow your nose at the dinner table, is it okay to do it right there as long as you have a tissue or do you have to get up and leave? Does it depend on who you're sitting with? I think it depends who you're sitting with and how, how <laughs> impressed you want to be of them or uh, how right. comfortable you are, right? <laughs> so 29 years of marriage, I'm blowing my nose at the dinner table with my wife. As long as what, you do on the, what would you do on the first date? First date, I, I would have uh, definitely tried to slip away and be, you know, because you're trying to make your best impression right. on, that, on that date. Come on. It's, you it's haven't locked everything down yet. Exactly. It's such a, it's such a awkward situation. Cause like you, and it's the same with like sneezing, sneezing just kind of comes out of nowhere, but you feel, it feels inappropriate to do at a yeah. dinner table. Yeah. And, and, and the blowing the nose thing, you never know quite, you know, is this going to be nice, you know, polite kind of little, yeah. or is this going to be something horrendous that <laughs> right. brings the restaurant to it? <laughs> people are losing appetites and leaving. And <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, us, we have we have this facial hair, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you never know. You never know you never what know. the appearance you, is afterwards. You can't so trust yourself too public, much. It's a little bit more important to uh, do yeah. it as discreetly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, down here... Down here, we're still we're still wearing the mask and stuff. So whatever happens under the mask, no Ooh. one sees. <laughs> oh my! Oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! <laughs> you never know. <laughs> that's, oh god! That's that's, a, that's what they say. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but they say it. No, but I mean, it's it's a very it's an awkward situation that you never yeah. you never feel like you're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I've got I, a I question. Do. Oh, what, you do? what is what is the deal with handkerchiefs? I've I, have you ever owned oh. one? I, I don't get uh, them. I, yeah. I think I had one years ago for like a like a, a suit kind of came complimentary, mm. and you're like, 
would you use this and then right. put it back and it's going to be soggy. <laughs> yeah. I've never understood them. I mean, yeah. I've, people I've had, like, like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, no, thank oh, you. And, and the whole thing of putting your initials in. on something that you're blowing your nose into. I, I don't, <laughs> again, I don't see the. Mm. Gonna have that monogrammed handkerchief. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Catch my nose. Drippings. We should make Todd cast handkerchiefs. There we go. Be on the lookout. <laughs> don't use them, though. That's gross. Please don't yes. use them. Don't use them. That's gross. Don't, don't blow your nose on Todd. <laughs> we just lost some listeners right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, so you get I up think, and go to the bathroom. Yeah. I, I, that's my usual go to move. I, I never know what to do. Um, I'm not comfortable around anybody right now. So. I will, I'll be in there for five, 15 minutes if I need to. And then I come out and I feel better instead mm. of doing it right then. And then you're, you're constantly self-conscious about it. You're like, Oh, yeah. what's going on down there? Yeah. 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 What? <laughs> yeah. It was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Well, I think, I think we've got the answer of what, what Todd would have done there. Yes. Um, so yeah. Terrific dude. advice. Don't use handkerchiefs. Get in that get in that restroom. <laughs> yeah. All right. On to the next segment. Quarantine. More like quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. How how Canada. has Yeah, Canada. How's quarantine going up there and what's changed uh with your life? I see you got a home office now, so Yeah. Yeah, our whole organization's working from home. Um, mm. and we have been and will continue to for the rest of this year. Um, mm. uh, you know, things are starting to open up again and we are, you know, reasonably open to a lot of restrictions. Um, but, um, you know, we're already seeing kind of the pop-ups and problem spots and little things. And it just reminds you that we got a, we got a road ahead of us for a while. So, but, yeah. um, <laughs> excuse me, um, for myself, it's been work, uh, has just been crazy. The the impact on health charities, at least here in Canada, has been huge. Uh, we've seen a massive reduction in in uh, dollars. So unfortunately, like I think pretty much all of them, we've had to do a significant reduction in staff. So mm-hmm. that's just meant that um, those of us that have remained are far busier. And then on top yes. of it, we yeah. work with a typically uh, older uh, generation population. So most of our content and work was um, in you know, you know, support groups in person or activities in person and over the phone and that, and everything's had to move virtual, which has not been an easy move for, for some of them. And so it's really requiring us to kind of rethink and retool all that we do. So for me, it's, it's been a uh, long, long days. I kind of chuckled, uh, there in April cause <clears throat> my, uh, my other son was still living at home back then, and they had all got uh, laid off. Youngest one was in university. They got sent mm-hmm. home. Wife got uh, you know temporarily uh, sent home. So there mm-hmm. was um, you know three of them at home, and my boys, of course, being that age, they're crawling out of bed around noonish or something like that. <laughs> and I'm already on my sixth hour of work, easy because yeah. <laughs> I'm two hours difference from the Eastern time zone, and. So yeah. my team and leadership, the senior leadership team, we're meeting daily. And it's like, they're going, oh, right, 9 a.m. That's pretty early. 7 a.m. for me. Yep, that's, yep, that's yep. okay. That's all right. I'm good. But by noon, they're going, ah, figure out what I'm doing today. Are you kidding? My day's almost <laughs> well over half wow. over. But, yeah, it's been long, long stretches. But uh, but it's been it's been good. Yeah. yeah. Have you, uh, have you picked up any new hobbies or anything throughout quarantine? No, I've been just way too too busy. Oh. I uh, well, and I like I said, I started that podcast at the beginning right. of January. So my plan was to you know do that, start to you know, engage in more promotion, and I had some tentative guests lined up and that. And then when this hit, I was just working you know ten hour days, twelve hour days sometimes, and that. And so it's just um, it was yeah. my commitment was listen, if I can keep turning out a podcast every week, that's enough for right now. Until yeah. I can find my pace, get my feet under me. I've I've got a few people already yeah. that have said, "Hey, I'm willing to to do that once this calms down a bit." So I'm looking forward to that. With a few yeah. senior leaders of different charities that I I can interview, but um, 
I just, it just, uh, every now and then I should do that. And it's like, when am I ever going to get that into my schedule? (laughs) (laughs) I remember you brought up the uh, farmland out there. I was, I was hoping you got into farming while everything kind of settled down. Yeah, just just as a side. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, (laughs) yeah, you got to. Life, life coach by day, farmer by night. I picked up the million dollar combine just because I thought I would. Yeah. You know why yeah, not? You know, go big and go home. <laughs> exactly. That's that's a normal hobby that people pick up. Just right, intense exactly. farm farm labor. Farm labor. Exactly. <laughs> people love that. I hear. Mm. The kids are into. <laughs> All right, Brad. Do you know what time it is? Oh, I think I know what time it is. It's time to prod. Oh my, that one never gets old, does it? All right, so this is a segment where we basically just ask you a series of completely random questions and uh, answer as you please. Um, So first one here, do do fish have faces? I I think so. That's an odd question, but... (laughs) I would uh, well. You kind of say a fish has a head, but they. I, mm-hmm. I would say this, that yeah. This is my thought. Yeah, a mouth, uh, eyes at least. So yes, they have a face. I'd argue. I yet. feel like I feel like fish are just floating heads, basically. Yeah, yeah with a head to a tail. Like, right, and like, do you have to have a head to have a face? Like, what are, what's the requirements to be a face? Like, classified mm-hmm. as a face? Yeah. I don't know. I, we, we, I think we as people tend to recognize faces even when they're not there in things. So I think we're always trying yeah. to look for how, you know, what looks like us. So, but yeah. yeah, I think they have a face. They've got eyes. They've got a mouth. All right. Yeah. Yeah. When I look at a fish, I would say uh, that, that that's the fish face right there. Yeah. Right. And see even like they're when called I, fish heads, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Fish yeah. head. But like if you, huh. cause you can cut, excuse me, but you can cut the head of a fish off. <laughs> But it doesn't seem like it's actually its head. It's just, it's part of its body. Yeah, they don't have that. It's just one giant, it's just one body. Part of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like we have a neck, a fish head neck, fish head neck, fish head necks. I think they would look really odd, of course, but <laughs> I think you would be able to distinguish, okay, this is the fish's face if it, if it had and this a, is its body. Yeah, if it had a neck, you'd throw that thing back. You just, whoa, that's right. coming off the hook. We're not, uh, <laughs> I don't, get, get this I out don't of here. That was. Let's go home. <laughs> Cause like I can picture you, like if you have a fish, I'm holding an imaginary fish hmm. and it had a body, it would just, like if you put it on a human's body, you replace, you put an actual fish on a human body, but took the head off. It would look normal. Like a fish's entire body is just a head. Okay. Okay. I see what you're I don't, saying. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's, yeah, it yeah. This question is, <laughs> I'm very passionate about it. If, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> Gee, well, my goodness. Yeah. It's one of my <laughs> fish over there faces. This whole rod in if he sees a neck on a fish. But <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Well, kind of a situational question here. You're in a fight right now. Pick three things you can see right around you to defend yourself. What are they and how would you use them? Wow. Um, well, you know, in the uh, TV show, somebody always uses like a lamp or a big thing. I've got this yes. lamp on my desk. <laughs> it's a touch okay. type thing, but it's got a big heavy metal base so i think that okay might, uh, you know uh, that might it's help nice. uh, probably just uh i've got one of those sturdy uh water bottles i'd, I'd probably grab that because it's right here you know if nothing else, <laughs> throw with the person and get yourself <laughs> I, I, I don't know what else would i use like i uh yeah i don't really have not it's, well, it's rough. Well equipped i oh yeah you know what? in the drawer over there i think i have a utility knife so you know there you go yeah i've got oh, over here <laughs> True. Weapon. Yeah, I like yeah, the water bottle. Make sure it's full of water, though. And yeah, you can yeah, it's got some weight, oh, so yeah. you can actually hit the person with. Them. Hit the person. Go get the yeah. lamp and pull out the utility knife. There we go. Yeah. I think I think you're good. You're gonna win this fight. Yeah. Who am I yeah. fighting though? Uh, I, I don't know, Lou Frigno. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that name popped out, but you were fighting the Hulk. Fighting the I'm Hulk. sorry, but no, no, unfortunately, no matter what I do, <laughs> luck of the draw. I knew three yeah. names. One of them, first one was Lou Frigno. I've never said that name before in my life, but 
that is who you're fighting, and I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Todd, um, are we best friends? You and me? Yeah. Uh, well, we've met. <laughs> so, hmm. I've got rejected, Brad. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he's, trying to let, he's trying to let you down easy. <laughs> this is getting awkward. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so after 25 minutes, we're not best friends. Not I'm, I'm not your best friend either? I t- I'm sorry. Well, almost. Oh, okay. Oh, so, like, I'm Brad's almost there. I'm just... <laughs> I'm not. I get it. <laughs> Understandable. You made, you made a um, very, very good choice. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to follow up on that question towards the end of the episode. Um, what ocean seems the friendliest? Ocean seems the friendliest. Hmm. 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 God, they all be so tragic. Yeah, yeah, most of them hear from them. Not good, but um, uh, yeah, the Atlantic, I think, is Ooh. seems to me. Oh, a dog. Yeah, yeah, I picked that one. It's, I know the Pacific is you know, bigger and a little harsher, it seems, than. Yeah, it yeah. seems like a bully, kind of. Yeah, I don't think it would yeah, be too nice. Yeah. Like Atlantic's like, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Like, hey, some... How you doing? Yeah. yeah. It's not causing like crazy, crazy tidal waves and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, that's a um, logical answer. Yeah. 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 And o- oceans are made of water and water comes from clouds. So Todd, tell me what a cloud feels like. <laughs> what a cloud feels like. <laughs> uh, I've never been in, a cloud? I've been in the mountains where the clouds are kind of settled in. Ooh. Ooh. How'd that and feel? Just cold, but of course you're up there. It's just cold, right? Mm. So it doesn't feel wet. It doesn't feel like I don't know. It doesn't feel like they're anything other than it's just colder. Yeah. Quiet. They kind of yeah. dampen the the sound around you, so it's kind of a little bit um, cool, mm. but a little bit eerie. Hmm. I've always wanted to feel like a blanket or something. Yeah. Like in all the cartoons, like people just lay down and relax yeah. in the clouds. No, didn't the cartoons let us down? Uh, they did. So many, and many, many away. <sighs> yeah. I've, I've always, I've compared them to like cotton balls, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I don't know. I'll have to experience that one day. Yeah. How long would you, if you were to be in a cloud, what's like the longest period of time you could stand to be in a cloud, do you think? Mm. You know, I'm I'm a prairie boy, so I love the big open sky. The clouds are always way up there, you know, kind of yeah. thing you can see. So I don't know. I think I start, if I'm not distracted doing something, I think after an hour, I'm starting to feel a little weirded out by the fact okay. that I don't have the sense of my horizons <laughs> and, you know, distance. It would be mm-hmm. it would be an odd experience because you just you're just kind of I mean who else has been who else has done that yeah yeah, yeah. and who who knows you, it may be dangerous to be in a cloud for a long time I yeah I don't, I don't know we, we I don't, took a, I don't know what goes on there's like drive through the Rockies when the kids were younger wanted to show them mm-hmm. the mountains we were in clouds the whole time mm-hmm. uh, I don't think they saw any of them other than we stopped at this one gas station. And we were just kind of stretching legs. And then all of a sudden, this little pocket opened right across the road. And there was a mountaintop and that. And you're right there. I mean, it's not as close Whoa. quite as it looks, but it was right there. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, it closed up. And it was so disappointing because we actually had to pull over <laughs> when we were actually finally way back out of the mountains, pull over and let the kids look at them from a distance. Because oh. it's like we, we drove through them and all you saw was clouds oh, <laughs> and the ditch we- and a highway. It was, it was nothing special. <laughs> I don't know, Michael. You seem to you asked a almost a cloud expert. You've had a lot of cloud encounters <laughs> twice, I, I twice more than I, the lay layperson. I would say I, I'm somehow going to keep this question going because I have a question. You know, like because some you asked how long he's been in a cloud. Like you know, people say they're in cloud nine. What what's cloud nine? Like what, what about clouds one through eight? Ooh. Well, like I don't understand where that yeah. phrase comes. Yeah, from. Yeah, that's a weird one. 
Yeah, I I, no I, I've said it so many times, but yeah. I have no idea why it means what it means. I, yeah, I have I no idea either where it came <laughs> from or what it's connected to. And is, yeah. is cloud one just okay or is it just miserable? Like, I don't know. Is there a, where's the happy medium? Like a scale of one to in? nine? Yeah, yeah one exactly. to nine. Usually yeah. one to ten, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, huh. maybe no one's ever like been so happy they can go on cloud 10. Maybe that's Ooh. it. Like, I don't know. I don't know if the rules of number numbering really apply to cr- clouds. I never, but. never numbered my clouds. So, oh, someone I've, did. Really got me. Really got me going there. <laughs> um, another, I guess, nose-related question. Um, would you rather sneeze every time you blinked, or cry every time you pick something up? Ooh, um, let's go with the cry option because I think that's a little bit more controllable. I can choose right. to be more strategic about what I pick up then. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some things you, you pick up often that you would look weird crying Oh, about? you know what? Come to think of it, I, I think I might have to change my answer. Considering how many times I pick up my phone, you know, <laughs> like you guys, how many often you're like every time? It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, it's just... This is weeping for hours. I, I would have to get some kind of a, a holder that just sits around my neck. So my phone's just permanently. In front right. of me. <laughs> you <laughs> got some loopholes going on. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe smart, I have to go back to the sneezing. Cry. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you wake up, wake up every, every one. day with a good wake up every day with a good cry. Pick <laughs> up, pick up your shoes to put them on, pick up your keys to go anywhere. Yeah. I think go to, you got to go back to the sneezing. It's, it's yeah. going to be the option. Yeah. I mean, just imagine going grocery shopping and every time you pick something up <laughs> off the shelf, you're just <laughs> such an emotional experience. For right. Me. I'm so upset right now. There's a person walking around with a, mop, a bucket and a mop. So am I using my Todd cast handkerchief during this time? Oh yes. Ooh, you can use it for tears. Yeah. It is tear, tear approved. <laughs> it's waterproof, actually. They just wick right off. It's made oh, from yeah. duck, duck feathers. Mm. Hopefully, Pete is not listening. <laughs> uh, <it's- laughs> All right. Uh, fake you know, fake it, ducks. If, if Todd, if you had to make an original candle scent, what would it be and why? Hmm. Well, I think someone's probably already done this, but it would have to be something related to bacon. Oh, yes. Because when you smell bacon, everything just seems bad. Hey, maybe bacon is related to cloud nine. Mm, Maybe. Because I get close to that, just at the smell of bacon. You get to like cloud seven. Yeah, somewhere in there. I don't know what the number is, but it's it's already, (laughs) hey. It feels cloud seven to me, so. (laughs) It's hard to quantify. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, uh, I got, um, I, I made candles actually a while ago and oh, I yeah, got like, these, like, a fragrance oil, like sampler pack yeah. and they had bacon in there. And I'm telling you, you do not want that candle, oh, uh, really? which <laughs> that specific fragrance of bacon yeah. and it, it also came with another one that smelled like beef. And I was like, who wants beef? <laughs> yeah. Beef, beef does not have a good scent. No. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, beef like on its own. own. No, it doesn't. It, yeah, it smells like it smells like beef in here. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the if someone walked in your house and it's like, oh, it smells like beef in here. Like you are like, oh, that's insulting. That's not good. Yeah, that's not that's a good. Not good. Fine. No, no. Yeah, so so I, beefy. I paid for it to smell like that in here with this. Yeah, candle. I paid. I paid for it to smell like beef. <laughs> it was intentional. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, so bacon. Yeah, beef. That's a, beefy. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. What about you, Michael? Would you? What would you? Oh, yeah. What was that? Good bacon. Not not whatever yeah. you had there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bacon, not beef, is what Todd's answer was. Yes, yeah. just to clarify, <laughs> make sure. Yeah. So, Brad, you asked me what would I make original. Yeah. Original is hard though. Like, I mean, they they got. I mean, you can morph there. to. You can pick like three or four cents and like. Man. I know, but like, I love, I love, like, I'm trying to think like my sense. I love basil and I love lemon, but that's a hundred percent already made. So yeah. yeah, yeah, Like any, anything like spice or natural related. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, I don't know. Cloud, cloud scented (laughs) candle. (laughs) Cloud nine scented. Cloud nine scented. Yeah. I would do like a a lemon basil, but just call it cloud nine. So no one knows what it is. Yeah. It's like I created it, but Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. So basically you're just renaming candles at this point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you haven't even created an original one. You just renamed some that already exists. Don't reinvent the wheel, Brad. 
<laughs> going to, you go in Yankee Candle and just rename them all. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, what, what would you make? Me? Yeah. Oh, it'd be like bearded dragon scented at least. <laughs> like I bet there's not a. They would probably smell horrible, but they would be original. Yeah, probably would. That would probably be original. Yeah. So it's animals. <laughs> it's that I'm not burning a bearded dragon. They're I, want oh, yeah. the, I can't afford a bearded dragon, so I want the scent. The scent of bearded dragon. <laughs> yeah. Bearded dragon market is it's crazy right now. You can't afford one. <laughs> that's what I've heard. That's what uh, Forbes Forbes said. Yeah, that's what <laughs> can't even respond to that. Yeah, you don't need to. <laughs> um well we're gonna let Todd respond to this. Um how many showers will you use the same towel for? Ooh. Um, or baths if you're a yeah, bath no, guy. showers is but yeah, usually actually for you know four or five. But here yeah. in Saskatchewan, yeah. you know things are so dry, it dries out fast. So it's not like a damp <laughs> towel or anything. So oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, hmm. four or five. I like what's it. What's your What's your opinion, Michael? You seem like I'm a not- you sound like a two or three week guy. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> funny enough, when I was growing up, I used a new towel every day. I don't really? know why. That's just what we did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I definitely don't do that because that's a lot of yeah. towels yeah. on that own. And then, uh, yeah, I think I think I'm like the I'm I'm, I'm with Todd on this one. I'm like, I yeah, think I'm we a, do about a four to five cycle in the house. Yeah, I'm about five days, and then I I start questioning myself, and I'm like, eh, let me yeah. let me use a different one. Yeah, I have to watch. I only have one towel in my house, so I have to keep rewashing it. So. <laughs> Hard I'm, I'm saving up for that bearded dragon. So. Wash, wash <laughs> no showering. Right, no showering. Got to get that bearded dragon on a lock first. Oh, gosh. So last question. Uh, this one comes in from a member of the Todd Squad. At Todd Squad. Uh, do you walk or stand on an escalator? Most of the time I walk. Mm-hmm. I feel like that tells you something about a person, but I don't know yeah. what it is. If I'm <laughs> if I'm traveling with luggage, you know, before all of this, I mm-hmm. used to be in Toronto regularly with work. Then yeah. with the luggage, I, I stand because it's just kind of trailing behind you. So, yeah. and in Toronto or I, probably like any of the big cities, you you either got to be really committed to the walking fast on the escalator, or you got to mm-hmm. stand still on the other side because right. someone's just going to yeah. walk over you. Yeah, there's. <laughs> They need, lanes, the, they, they need really to put lanes on them. They need to put lane lines on it. Dash line down the center of the yeah. escalator. Yeah. yeah. It Signals would make society much passing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be so efficient, but no, they just, everything's so willy nilly. <laughs> hmm. At least there's society has made rules about yeah. it. And we yeah. seem, we seem to follow them. We don't, society ignores some rules, but decides to follow the escalator rule, which. Yeah. You know, least, you know, those like uh, walking zones in the airport. Like they're basically just flat escalators. Yeah. 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 Stand, standing walkways basically. Yeah. 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 I, I, some people don't know how to use those or I, 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 it bothers me. I'm just going to get, I'm just like open up a diary right now. and just complaining. But yeah, like when people just stand on that, I'm like, this is like my way to get there faster. Yes. Like that's the whole speed, point of this. Speed boost. This is, this yeah. is, yes, this is, this is some speed boost through Mario something right. or whatever we used to play. Right. Yeah. This is my chance right. to, to not well, run, but go the yeah. speed of running. Exactly. <laughs> but like, what's the point of them having like a 25 yard strip of it? Like, why don't you just have it throughout the entire airport? That's, that's it with, you know, some kind of exit. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's like, you have to earn the perk to get out and get to it. You have to beat these levels and then, oh, you get the speed yeah, boost. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like, you should walk right in the door and be on one of those. Yeah. Cool. You just funnel you right through. And then they have like, de- it's basically a street. Like there's detours that take you to each, each lane. Like that's how you get through security. Like it'd be like an Amazon warehouse. It just automatically funnels yes. you, barcodes you when you come in and it just right. funnels you through. Now Jeff Bezos needs to look in that airline. Um, there we go. Efficiency. Like you walk in the airport and it's like the Jetsons. It kicks you right into like the right. little spaceship. There and we takes go. You there. there we go. Now we're talking. 2020. What are we doing? I mean, come on. I thought we'd be here yeah. by now. Are we trying to go to Mars. Hover things and all of that. How they disappointed us. Yeah. We have planet and we have issues on this planet that need fixed. <laughs> like airports. <laughs> like, like airports. Airports. <laughs> airports and bearded dragon prices. All right, Michael. <laughs> are we done prodding? I think he 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 deserves to be unprodded. <laughs> All right, on to the next segment. That's odd. 
Congrats on making it through that. Um, <laughs> and now it is time for That's Odd, Todd. This is where, do you have two truths and one lie? Do you have that? I prepared? do, yep. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, um, when you're ready, go ahead and spout them off. Me and Michael will try to figure out which Perfect. one's the lie. So I, I went with a kind of a fears theme, you know? So, so I'm going to give you three fears and claim I suffer from all of them. And of course, one of them's a lie. So... There's glossophobia, which is the fear of public speaking. Okay. Uh, acrophobia, the fear of heights. And ophidiophobia, the fear of snakes, which I hope I pronounced that last one right. I think you did. I can either yeah. confirm or deny. All right. So we <laughs> right. have public speaking, heights, and spiders. Oh, snakes. Man. Yeah. Snakes. Yeah, snakes. Come on, man. <laughs> they're, they're just... I don't know. Yeah, when, when you said acrophobia, I was like, "Wait, he's afraid of acrobats." Yeah, like, I guess. Some of them are terrifying. Messy, right? They're terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it's random yeah. acrobats. <laughs> Snakes. Public speaking. Yeah, hmm. and one of the, one of these is a lie. One of those is a lie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the public speaking could be real, even though it's because something he's got to do all the time. I feel like. Um, it's a it's a fear that not, he's overcame, yeah. but he still exists. Yeah, you can still have it like chilling there. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, okay, so heights heights is one that I thought I was like I, I don't care about heights, oh. and then now I like I get like on a Ferris wheel or something. I'm like oh my god, I, like we're not <laughs> even like ten feet off the ground. I'm just like or I go rock climbing. <clears throat> I like oh. three feet off the ground. I'm like shaking. <laughs> You're talking about this extreme stuff. I go stand on my patios on like the second story of my apartment <laughs> complex and I can, I can barely move <laughs> frozen in fear. Yes. Yeah, so I, I mean, I can believe that. Cause yeah, uh, I feel like everyone is afraid of heights to some extent, except for that guy yeah. that like jumped from space. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that like, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Hmm. I remember watching that. It was like sponsored by Red Bull or something. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. yeah it was, in, it was intense. It made me, very queasy watching yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So sure Todd would do that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. He might. Snakes. Slithery, <laughs> Slithery snakes. Slithery you know snake. what? I've I've talked myself into it. The first two are very common. Um, mm. Some people are snake people. Todd, you're a snake person. I think okay. that you are lying about your fear of snakes. Okay, and then. I am going to say, Acrobats. you know, even though we're not best friends, uh, I think we share <laughs> the fear of heights. So I'm going to lock in heights and Brad's got snakes. I, I, I do not have snakes with me. I locked in <laughs> snakes. He's got a bush, bushel of snakes over here. So many Don't reptiles right now. Yeah. All right. So, so Todd, which you're actually both wrong. Ooh, a first ah. fear of public speaking. That All is right. not a fear of mine. I, when I was little, like when I was in school, I was terribly yeah. nervous around anything with people. So I got really anxious. Yeah. I absolutely love it. It's one of yeah. my favorite oh, things to do. So fear of snakes is just, I, I'm okay with them, but they're, if somebody goes, Hey, do you want to touch this? Yeah, no, I'm yeah. okay. I'm no. good. I'm good here. No, thanks. <laughs> but the, the fear of heights. Yeah. That one. <clears throat> that yeah. one and, and and when I was little, I was afraid of heights, so I jumped off something really high. Well, not little, but a you know preteen kind of thing. Jumped off something right. really high at the. Just yeah. all I did was hurt my ankle real bad. <laughs> Could hardly walk <laughs> home, and and didn't cure myself <laughs> of the fear of heights at all. Right, I think it's just getting like worse. Older I'm getting, so I can right, watch. It's terrible yeah, idea. like the, you talked about the guy diving, like jumping out of that, like really. Yeah, I can watch mm -hmm. somebody at, at a height thing, and I'm like going, I'm watching a show, but I am starting to feel queasy. Yes, when we get past the scene, I'm it's I'm getting that horrible. anxious feeling like I'm about to fall. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like watching that. Couch. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so crazy. Like I can just I could conjure up these like images in my head and I'll get like queasy about yeah. it. I'm like, oh like yeah. thinking of standing at the open door of an airplane to skydive makes me just cringe. <laughs> yeah, no. It, yeah. And but, but you know, like those videos and pictures that people post, like, I don't know what building it is, but it's like, oh, the yeah, glass no, it's the like worst. There. Oh, I know no. it's super safe, but no, no, yeah, I, I don't hate it. Do those glass things mm -hmm. when, uh, when I was younger, my, my, uh, one brother is very, very little. If he has fear of heights, it doesn't seem to affect him at all. 
So we went to the Calgary Tower, and they have that uh, glass that's on an angle you can lean against. You right, know, huh. if you want, not me, no, no. And he's like just nope. flat against it. You know, oh, this is no. so cool. And I'm looking, holding onto the edge wall and looking over and going, oh, like just that horrible <laughs> feeling. Like, yeah, so, just, a, just you hear, hearing this I'm right describing now, describing like, it, I feel a it's ruining. Again. Yeah, <laughs> it's so <laughs> bad. Sorry, I'm, I'm, uh, he's having a traumatic experience. <laughs> well, <with me. laughs> well, it's like, it's like seeing those people like, People are just like hanging off these bridges and like, I'm like, how, how do you but, do this? Or like, uh, yeah, just parkour, parkour in the top of New York city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, yeah. No, those videos stress me out. Yeah. Those, they oh, stress me out so much me out too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not jumping over. <laughs> so no. would you rather, let's bring a, would you oh. rather in here? Back to prodding. <laughs> have, have 10 pet snakes or live at the top of a mountain. But like at the very tippy top. Where, where I've got to face my fear of heights all the time. I think yeah. I'd have to go with the snakes. I think I could accommodate the snakes. Yeah. I, 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 that's far it's less random. of a gut level reaction right. than, uh, would, than the heights. Okay. All right. Well, you're lucky because I was going to add where you had to live on a patio that was hanging off of the mountain. Yeah, yeah there ain't that. No, it ain't, it ain't happening. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 at that stage, if you're trying to make me do that, we're, I'm unfriending you. That's it. It's out. <laughs> and every time you move, it shakes a little bit. <laughs> oh, that would just be, that would just be the worst. Why have we went down this path? None of us are enjoying this. We just keep adding like flames to the fire for some reason. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm taking us out of here onto the, yeah. one of the last ones. Let's trust him. In Todd, we trust. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> just for the anxiety. Yeah, yeah it's horrible. This segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is in Dodd We Trust. Uh, you seem like uh, a man full of wisdom. So we ask at the end of every episode that uh, Todd will leave the listener or the Todd squad with a one piece of advice. So the floor is yours. Perfect. Well, I think I'll have to be true to form and say that It'd be to intentionally grow your leadership skills. It'll pay mm. dividends in every area of your life if you do. And so best piece of advice I think I can give to any listener. Awesome. Nice. And how, how can they intentionally grow their, their leadership? Well, leadership is so complicated. It's such a big thing. So I think the easiest thing you can do is find a leader that, you know, an author, something like you know, my, my podcast, something like that, that speaks to leadership growth. And, uh, and just find something that resonates with you where you're at right now and just start to learn, listen. But the key there is, is not just to read a good book or listen to an audio or something like that, but ask yourself, how could you apply it? And then go back and say, okay, how did that work? Because that's where the learning okay. happens. The rest of it beforehand is kind of good information. As we know, we mm -hmm. can have a lot of information that we don't necessarily use well in life. So the key is yeah. kind of saying, okay, how can I use what I just heard, what I just read, what I just talked about? How can I apply that in my leadership today, this week? And then, then go back and actually take a moment to evaluate how it went. Wow. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's something I like to think of too is, I mean, I think we talked about all three today. It's I think you can learn from like books or podcasts and then you find a model, like a, mm -hmm. a role model or someone to follow as well. You learn from yeah. that and then doing is a key part that kind of rounds all that uh, out and pull all that together. And I mean, then you got some traction now. Yeah. yeah, the do the doing part is the is is the real difficult yeah. part for most yeah. people. Because I mean, I've I've been there. I've I've delved into just authors and stuff that I really yeah. relate to, and I, I. But I'll pull stuff out of it. I'll have I'll have everything organized. I'll have a notebook where this 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 and this, and I I, I just it's hard keeping yourself accountable sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that key asking that question, how can I use this today? Like, if you really want to, right. Get you know, good, but tough on yourself. How can I use this today? And yeah, you know, it doesn't smart. have to be giant. It just has to be a tangible step. That's right. Most of the, most of the good lessons we learn, usually we try them multiple times before we really kind of start to get the yeah. click on them. So, right. And as, and as you, like you said, if you make stuff that you can knock out quickly, you get that sense of accomplishment. So you yeah. feel like you're making progress. Yeah. So I, that, too often we, we put too big of a goal for ourselves. 
yeah, we make it really big instead of just taking some small kind of right. micro steps, which usually actually produce better longer term. Yeah, mm. I think that's that's something a, a lot of people a lot of people want to get better, but don't know how. And I think that's that's great advice to really at least get the ball rolling on it. Uh-huh. That's yeah. great. I think that deserves a nod. It's time to give a nod to Todd. All right. Well, I, we really appreciate my, uh, my new best friend. So isn't that right? <laughs> I, be, I believe we're, yeah, no, I yeah think just, we're just mine. Oh, just yours. Well, I think <laughs> right. we're both, I think we're there for yeah, all three of us now. Yeah. I, I think the uh, conversation about the heights and snakes and everything kind of, it yeah. brought us all together. Yeah. <laughs> no, but once again, we, we really want to thank you and we appreciate you coming on and explaining kind of how your life is telling us about the life coaching the mentoring, the stuff you're doing with the nonprofits. I think that's really awesome. Um, and I think both of us are, we took a lot out of it and we really appreciate you coming out. Well, yeah. it's been a lot of fun to be here and I really yeah. appreciate the invites. Oh yeah, of course. And welcome back anytime. That's <laughs> good. Uh, do you want to drop, do you have any websites or anything? Yeah. Um, I know you brought up the pod, the podcast and everything. Yeah. So. You can find my websites and podcasts all there at, uh, Todd McPherson.ca. That's an M A C, uh, from McPherson, but Todd McPherson.ca is the easy way or N N L podcast.com. Okay. Yeah. And we'll, um, we'll plug that into the uh, show notes whenever the show is uh, live. So people Perfect. can, there'll be, there'll be links available. People can mm-hmm. access it easily. Awesome. Yeah. But, Check him and out. yeah, check him out on uh, Instagram as well. That's at Todd W MacPherson. It's M A C. And um, while you're on Instagram, go ahead and give us a follow at the Toddcast Pod, and subscribe and review wherever you can find podcasts. If you're a Todd or know any Todds, slide into our DMs at the Toddcast Pod or email us at the Toddcast Pod at gmail.com. And with that, I'm Michael. I'm Brad. And he's Todd. Yeah, and he's Todd. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That was a good time. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was fun. Thanks, yeah, guys. That was awesome.